headphones on so I can only be like top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Top of the morning, top of the morning. Like, what these niggas on, bro? Top of the morning. I lost my breath. Can survive a huge hammer being bastard in the head. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so Don't you give boo up. me, I'm right. <laughs> what is the Rick Boo? Is this? I have literal powers. Screw you guys. I'm going him. <laughs> Yo, 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 what is going on? Let me get my mic over here so you can actually hear what I'm saying. Welcome to the show. This is Unbound. I guess as always, Mr. Truth Teller. Along with me, I got my boy Isaac. Obviously, he's standing with Dak Prescott. We will get to that in a bit. Before we get into these topics today, I do need to say one thing. Mox is coming back. Well, that too, but I had this conversation today. Okay. Bratwurst. Are these squares of rectangles? Oh, yeah. We were having a discussion today about sausages and bratwurst. It was, it was and... a discussion. It started. See, it started out. It started out because y'all as... already doing your, your typical Russell Wilson jokes and blah blah yes. blah. Started out with me and Breon flaming Russell Wilson like we haven't done in a while. So it was due. It was very due. We were flaming Russell Wilson, and then that man didn't do nothing to y'all. And then some of your fan base wants him as their quarterback. Hey, hey, that's them. Anyway, but let's so, yeah, get to the with Russell Wilson. Start with playing Russell Wilson. Then all of a sudden, I said, I said Russell Wilson dresses like he only call he only calls uh, sausage brat. He exclusively calls sausages brats. Like he doesn't call them anything else. Give me those now, over there, champ. Now, well, I got caught champ today, and I felt some type of way about it. <laughs> like, man, was in, I, I walked into Plato's closet just looking around, and he's like, excuse me, champ. I was like, bruh. What did he look like? Exactly what you thought he look, would look like. <laughs> just imagine in your head right now, and I'm pretty sure you got the picture. <laughs> no, I, I was so offended, and I don't get offended. <laughs> I'm e- I'm not very easily to offend on on serious notes, but Lord have mercy, I was like, dog, you get at my face for 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 Ratting. for reference for subject reference. This is the picture we're talking about. This is the picture we're talking about, people. 
You can't Basically. tell me. You can't tell me that's a. You can't tell me that's not a man who has a kiss to cook apron in his house. Ayo, hey, chill out. Come on, you can't tell me this isn't a kid. This isn't a guy who said <laughs> who calls his kids sport. Oh yeah, that, that's that's accurate. But uh, uh let's get down to it. So oh, Tuesday, which was uh for those who will be listening to this through our audio version, uh you will be probably hearing this on Wednesday. So I'm well, on Thursday actually, because it's Wednesday as we are recording in live on YouTube and Facebook and as well as Twitter. But on uh Tuesday, news got around that WWE had filed for a uh for the name of Gunter Stark. Now, it sounds like a regular name, which I'm pretty sure when WWE filed for the trademark, they were saying they I don't believe for a second WWE looked up who Gunter Stark was. And say this did. is the guy we do it because a lot a lot of people you. are a lot of people are going with that think piece that WWE literally looked up who Gunter Stark was and said okay that's who you were to be. I guarantee you they didn't. If anything, they probably were very reckless with this because they didn't know who he was. And to be fair, most of the people who were talking about it right now didn't know who he was until it came out. So that the is also true. Was, nobody. So the conversation was, "Who is this Gunter Stark?" And then the other conversation was the fact that this man was a uh, U-boat. He he drove a U-boat for uh, the military, the Nazi military, and blah blah blah. A U-boat is basically a submarine. Yeah, it's a German submarine during wartime. So he and, he uh, was one of those people. Yeah. He was not a general people. Because I saw a lot of people say he was a general. No. But as a lot of people have already said, Gunter is a pretty common name in the area that uh, he who we're going to be talking about in a second is from. So we get to NXT, which I still have yet to see, but I've heard a lot of good things. Uh, I did see one segment. Shout out to my boy Trent Williams, that boy out there. Every single week dropping dropping the heat. I, I saw a video. I didn't listen to it, but did he did he flame tri- uh, Vic Joseph for no reason? Yes, he flamed Vic Joseph. <laughs> this is a non-problematic Enzo. A <laughs> a bro, I gotta send you this. I have to send you this. This is all right. I'll, I'll see if it's worthy to. Uh... Be clipped in. I sent the, you two uh, things actually. The first one's actually really funny. All right, I'll check Swerve, it out. The first one, Swerve, is hilarious. Oh, Swerve. Shout out to Swerve, dog. Yeah. Who I had the pleasure of meeting at WrestleCon before in his last indie date before he went to NXT. Good Hold that thought. I'm going to be talking and I'm going to, I'm going to be working some magic here. Hold on. Give me some time. But so. Did after the, the match, thing? yeah, I, I, I saw it. So after the match between uh, the artist formerly known as Walter and Roger Strong. I mean, he is an artist. Yeah. He is, he uh, ended all the match saying, and your winner, Gunta. And I tried, I tried my, that was probably one of the worst. Yeah. The thing about the thing about Walter is like, and like I said before, the thing. Well, I guess it rolls off the tongue, in in my opinion. When he said that, but I'm saying the way he said it, 
in the clip I saw, the way he said it, it just came natural. You know, it seems I mean, so but, natural. Like, when you start thinking about everything that we said, that the name is very common. I mean, mind you, he's by the way, he's Austrian. He's not German. He's Austrian. I mean, I mean yeah. I need to clarify that. But he does speak. Obviously, he does speak German because when the person was making the announcement, his music was playing. He told them nine, which nine is German for no. So speaks German. Anyway, that's not the point. So for those who are wondering what Isaac sent me, for the if you if you know you know <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. That is that is a definitely if you know you know, and if you know. You were probably highly upset by that first picture. <laughs> you probably highly so you think upset is, by that. I've seen the dark skin. I've seen the light skin. Just recently. I I, I was at a... Remember when I told you I went to the... Uh, it was Ty Tribbett, Sam LeMay, and the Clark sisters? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was there and her husband. Oh, wow. which we Which we know her husband as well. Because he was also in the... He was also a sitcom guy. But, um, oh, yeah, that was when you yeah, went to a that. Lot of, so the that thing was is, when, that was when you went to do cardio, you went to that concert for cardio, yeah. That you said you went to a place to get cardio and didn't get cardio. That don't make no sense. I was over here just sitting here, just trying to digest chords. I'm a musician, though. You, we, we just, we just. We're built different from y'all, man. I don't care what nobody say. You heard it in the intro, we got superpowers. We, yeah, it was good, man. Yeah, but uh, we just built different like that. But back to the topic. I mean, the day I, I hear someone, the day I hear any group of people belt out on a mellophone, uh, it is well with my soul, which I really need to see the rest of that video. I need to see probably, the rest of that video just, just for my that's soul. Probably the whole clip, to be honest with you. Like for real, my soul needs to see, needs to, needs to at least. Be somewhere when I'm watching, like you or somebody you know, just blaring. Uh, I, 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 I don't, I don't mellophone. But my thing I is, just need to hear the rest of that. Changed, just the they, first they verse. Went ahead and they went ahead, just went ahead, stuck with Gunter. So the start thing is gone. Why are people still using this th- same thing? Of oh, it's a Nazi name. Funny thing is, people looked up Walter. There was a there was a Nazi general named Walter. Where's the outrage for that? I think then I kind of I kind of went on the deep end, deep end. My name is Anthony Pierce. Yes, it is. Tell me why. I, I'm gonna read you an Anthony Pierce, okay? Wait, wait gotta find it. I'm gonna read to you Anthony Pierce. This is Anthony Pierce, okay? Man, Clearly, not the same middle name. Classification. You ready for the classification? Is it a murderer? <laughs> classification murderer. What did you do? Characteristics robbery. <laughs> what is going on here? Number of victims, two. Date of murders way before my time, 1977 to 1979. So I was in my car waiting for my mom. I was like, using the logic of the IWC, why did my parents name me Ethel Murderer? Oh, wait, then I I realized it's a name. Not every time you see a name doesn't have to deal with somebody else. This name is 
that has come to pass. I just Googled myself in a, in a, while we're on topic, I just Googled myself. Guess what it came up with? Oh, Lord. 1846 to 1889, American businessman and diplomat. How about that? And we're throwing negativity here. You want to bring up some positives. You have uh, a character. Isaac Bell was also a character in a series of books by Clive Cussler. And then Sir Isaac Bell, first baronet, an English ironmaster and politician. I don't like that version. I don't like that version. I don't like politics. <laughs> you said politics. I, like so I was like, nope, that's not you. No, no, I don't like politics. Apparently, I'm a uh, a detective working for the Van Dorn Detective Agency. I had some politicians in my in, in my list too, so I was like, well, yeah, it says I, I like a, politics. He uh, goes, Isaac Bell is a class, is a electrifying new hero. This tall, lean thing. That's flattering. No nonsense detective You're working sure. for the Van Dorn Detective Agency, who's driven by his sense of justice, travels early 20th century America, pursuing thieves and killers, and sometimes criminals much worse. An audacious new historical adventure thriller series for the number one New York Times bestselling author and grandmaster of adventure. Dang, all right. My first book was made in 2007. Hey, these are actually some pretty good books. Yeah, so yeah, that was me. I'm a detective. So here's the thing: I, I brought this up. I brought this up to you. Uh huh. And because when I when I initially saw Walter being now known as Gunter, I was like, I don't like it. I'm mad about it. But I'm more mad about the fact that Fast and Furious is going on outside my house right now. So I went to sleep and I slept on it, which I usually do when I see things that I don't like because I want to wake up in the next Wait, morning. Fast and Furious, were people drifting around your house? They were drifting down the down the highway, and I'm hearing it all in my room. So I I wake up and then people will start sharing things. So they share. I didn't I didn't click the Jericho part in here, but Jericho has said in one of his drunken rants that uh, Walter is a horrible name, blah, blah, blah. And then this one showed up. And this is the one that really caught my eye. Huh, that's assuming between now and then, Gunter doesn't get distracted by a chocolate river, falls into said river, and the Imperium the, the Imperium Palumpas do some weird German dance number, highly likely scenario. First of all, this is cringe. It was very cringe. <laughs> this is so cringe. And this is why Kyle doesn't need to talk. And this is why I'm happy he's back with Adam Cole and uh, Bobby Fish. Because the less the less Kyle talks and the more he wrestles, the better. He's more funny, like, in... in one uh, he's, a, he, he's more like... Yeah. He's better one-liners because, like, his one-liner when he was uh, going back and forth with Pete Dunne. Was it Pete Dunne? Yeah, he was like, aren't you supposed to be visiting your mate, Bobby? That was funny. But when he has a whole bunch of stuff to say, it's like, dog, less is more. And so this was evidently about uh, WWE on Fox asking if uh, Walter would just chop Kyle O'Reilly. So my issue they is They never had that he, match, did they? No. So what? The only, I think the only Undisputed Era member to have a singles match has been Roddy. I think Roddy was the only one, and that was that was just yesterday. But my thing here is just the fact that he 
clearly all caps Gunter. And if you look at the date here, you probably can't really see it because of my banner. Let me cut that real quick. 9.05 a.m. on the day after Christmas in 2019. When the world was a better place. Well, it wasn't It wasn't a skip. Screw it. The world I was mean, the PC, the PC. I would draw my statement. I, I would draw Full Sail was, uh, was the home of uh, NXT and blah, blah, blah. So that's a very interesting moment where I was like, hmm, is Kyle O'Reilly a, a psychic or is this Walter's nickname? <laughs> or is this some type of name that he's been using to kind of, as a, as a name of endearment, like, I got people calling me Ant, Nick, I always call Gary Coleman, I got a dude that calls me Forrest Whitaker, so, stuff like that. No, I mean this dude has been calling me Forrest Whitaker since my freshman year in high school. And when he sees me today, he will call me Forrest. Shut up. <laughs> Don't you dare. She won't, son. But, uh Oh. It, was intended, it was intended for Krishnas. He was calling Bartel and other chap Oompa Loompas. Well, at least at least he was going for what he was going At least it gave what it was supposed to give. Um, But yeah, what, what, what are your thoughts on everything? Because my, my thing is just the IWC and I, and I tweeted about it earlier today. I said the IWC has a knack and I'm not going, I'm not quoting myself here. But the internet wrestling community has a knack for finding something and overreacting about it for 10 days and then forgetting about it. Because I we've talked about this on multiple occasions where they changed the wrestler's name. And I told you, people complained about it for about a good two weeks and they forget about it. I don't know if you remember. You may not be, you may not have been an NXT fan at this time. I remember. When Finn Balor made his debut in NXT, I went from ba- Devitt to Balor. Right, and people were mad about the fact that oh, why is he not Prince Devitt? To be fair, and now people are calling him Finn Balor as as second nature. Kevin Owens, oh, he's Kevin Steen to me. Oh, here we go. Now he's Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn, oh, he's El Generico. Sami Zayn is just like is there now. Hideo Itami, that's a different story. People were complaining about Hideo Itami, even though when he showed up on his first experience with NXT, he was he came out as Kenta and walked out as Hideo Itami because he then he started a feud with the uh, Ascension, and that's how Finn Balor came into the picture because Finn Balor and Kenta teamed uh, up against. Uh, the ascension, yeah, that that was before your time. So I I see this time and time again. Viking Raiders, they they've gone through multiple cha- name changes. They were War Machine War, outside of yeah. WWE, then War Raiders in NXT. Now then they were the Viking Experience, which was horrible for a day. That for a whole day, thankfully they got that change. Viking Raiders isn't as bad. Yeah, there's jokes. I'm waiting for the Vikings and Raiders to play each other. So I can put the picture up. 
I don't think it's happened yet, or I just missed it. You may have missed it, honestly. I think I have missed it. They're the same person. It's okay. Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana are also the same person. Oh, this is a good question. Uh, so, do you support the name Dewdrop instead of Piper Nevin? I have no problem with Dewdrop. Uh, do I support the name Dewdrop? I was more... I wasn't upset. I was more like shocked because I was wondering what was wrong with Piper Niven or Viper because she also went by Viper in uh, Stardom. I mean, Viper, I understood. That, but My, I'm just saying, Viper's even, understandable, I'm just especially when you know WWE doesn't like a lot of name, name associations and confusing. I would say I was more, when I heard Dewdrop, I was like, what was wrong with Piper Niven? At first, I didn't like it. With, but Dewdrop, but Piper Dewdrop is making it work. That, no, that's what I'm saying. And credit to them for credit to the to the talent themselves, to the rest of themselves for doing it. And and I mean that's the thing because no, no. even uh, down to uh, the boys, the Briscoes, they just came out and said that if they were to go to WWE, they would they believe they would thrive and survive. If you you go into the WWE, it's no secret now when you go to WWE that. You're probably going to have to deal with some name changes, whether it's Biggie Langston into Biggie. It's it's going to happen. There are things that they're going to change. They're going to want you to change some things about you. They may want you to beef up. They may want you to cut weight. It's show business. WWE is literally show business. The wrestling is there. So here's the thing. WWE, and I say it all the time, is a business about wrestling. It's not a wrestling business. It's a business about wrestling. The wrestling is there. But if you look at all the big name stars that they have had over the years, look at the Hulk Hogan's. We're not talking Terry Balea. We're talking Hulk Hogan. Terry Balea, I don't care for him. But just the character Hulk Hogan. The Rock, John Cena. Why is Roman Reigns Batista? Why is Roman Reigns the guy and has been the guy from jump? Look at all these names that I've named, and what what is the what is the number one thing that steps stands out? Star. Their appearance. The appearance of a wrestler, of a wrestler or a sports entertainer or a superstar, whatever whatever we're going to use in this case. Is the number one thing. So if they are looking at somebody that they want to be that big name star, they're going to want you to be in tip top shape. This is why I believe that Austin Theory is the next man up. Yeah, I can see that. Because Austin Theory, I, I said it from the moment I looked, that was like he looks like prototype John Cena. Which is funny because Jamie just put prototype, but when I saw Austin Theory, I immediately thought John Cena as the prototype. He, he looks just like what John Cena looked like at that time. Great build. Great appearance. Bobby hilarious. Lashley. Oh, he's hilarious. Very hilarious. And personally for me, I've been enjoying the segments with him and uh, Vince. They're still uh, doing that? Yeah. They stopped it for like a few weeks because I think he was on protocol. But now that he's back on, he's been doing that. And so you're starting to see that. Braun Breaker is probably the next guy. Because Ron Breaker, look at Ron Breaker. He's not built like his uncle, but he's more naturally built. 
This man is a tank. Look, I you know who I think is a, a sleeper that may be the guy that Vince really likes a lot, but he's not really wrestling right now. He's not doing a lot of wrestling. And we just uh, talked about it before, before we aired. Trick. Because what I told you, I don't think I don't think we said it on air. I told you he is a less problematic Enzo. Every single week he touches a mic. It's like this man is going out there to make sure you remember something he says. What's your opinion on Wendy Chu, by the way? I love it. Okay. I just want to make sure. I love it. Okay. But then again, I, I like so look, I, I I do like weird things. Now do I think this is a character that's going to be woman's champion? No. This is this is more of your R Truth esque type character. Which I've always said, and you you can back me up on this. I've said this because we talked about this with Toru. I, I wait, believe the, the oh, oh, oh Toriano. Oh yes, yes, yes. And I, I said I feel like there is a necessary part for that comedic relief because you can't have everybody be. See, you can't have a whole bunch of Bobby Lashley's on the show. Everybody can't be Bobby Lashley, Braun Breaker. This is where I think this is where you. It's point like this. This is where you need people like Lever Bates. Which I'm sorry, Blue Pants has been had it. She had a better run as Blue Pants. I, well, I, I'm I'd very say, upset I'd that say she had a better her run as non AEW Lever Bates was which, good. Like, I agree. I, I, her you, indie, you her, just her that. indie run in general, where which, she I was, mean, where she was non. She was non-problematically cosplaying everybody. Right. She and it's was cool. Everybody. I mean, she look, got the wrestling <laughs> in, in 2022, <laughs> pro wrestling slash sports entertainment is a buffet. Think about Golden Corral. Are you going to eat everything that you see at Golden Corral? Uh, it depends on what that is. Think about everything that they have out there. Do you eat, do you eat Brussels sprouts? Sometimes. Okra. No. My point. So, Bear Corbin would be your okra. Yeah. So, you see you yeah. see what I'm saying? Wrestling is a buffet. Now, we all know I listen to Cornette on, here and there, and I, we all know how Cornette's takes are. He does, he hates Kenny Omega. I don't hate Kenny Omega. I actually like Kenny Omega. I don't think he, I don't have him in my top five. Where would you see like WB Kenny on the buffet? Where would GCW be on the buffet? Who? On the GCW, like Game GCW? Trader Russell. Where would that be on a buffet? GCW will be the snack aisle. <laughs> it's the guilty GCW pleasure. GCW with the ice creams and the cookies. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Like, I feel like that's a guilty pleasure aisle. Yeah. You know? That's the place you like. That's the place you go to where it's like you still want stuff. The good you still want the good for you. You will still want like something sweet. You want something that stuff, ain't, that, that stuff ain't healthy, but people like it. So yes, you gotta that, have that's it. Def, yeah, that, that's, that's definitely GCW. dessert. That's definitely the dessert. That's what. That's where G, the dessert aisles where GCW and BJW is. Big Japan. Yes. That's where. That's where all that. You could throw DDT over there too. Why you wait? Well, DDT is not as extreme though. They do. Well, do, old DDT because some of the stuff. Well, oh, because they weren't even. Was, it wasn't even like, like back in the. Come on, man! You had them the folk day. out there wrestling nobody. 
I've seen the Invisible Invisible Man matches. But Kota Bushi worked that. He worked that doll though. Hey, look, like I said, so look if you like it, I love it though. Matter of fact, here I'm gonna say this right now: there's not a person alive until until Roman Reigns. And I'm gonna say this. I don't care what anybody thinks. Until Roman Reigns can put on a great match with a doll, he's not the best wrestler in the world. Kota Ibushi is. Yeah, I said it. And that's not even biased. That man went out there and had a banger with no with bias. Hey, look, like I said, I I know plenty of people that are, that are looking at you like you're crazy. You you saw my man's Duke came for your net the other week. That dude was so mad. You came for your entire life. This I was man, like, man called sure, that's me my brother. This dude called me the feds, bro. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Duke Loves Wrestling, though. I ain't never been called the fans <laughs> in my life. Oh, this my man, gosh. <laughs> let me, I got to find that tweet now. <laughs> this man was so, That man was, was so, hot with you, though. He was so tight. This man Yo, was so Yo, so what do you think tight. about this MLW situation? It's weird. I cannot remember the last time. The last time I watched, um, I watched MLW. Or the last thing I saw about MLW Hammerstone is still world champion, but he's not national yeah. champion anymore. No, he's is world champion. Yeah, he's still world champion, but he's not the national the champion. News. I know they're that they're WWE. getting sued. No, they're suing WWE. Yeah, for um, which I've and this is this is why I feel like it's a nece- it's necessary for me to listen to Jim Cornette because everybody has to listen to nobody else broke it down the way that Cornette and Brian Laz broke it down. I found that we all know Brian, Brian Lass hates WWE more than he hates AEW. I, I just want to put that out there. And Cornette does too. So people say, oh, he's a he's an AEW hater. You think he hates AEW, he hates WWE 10 times more. So Lass is saying that WWE screws with everybody. Which I agree. They screw with everybody. But the way that a, the MLW is making the scene... I don't know if they're going to win this case. And then funny thing is, Joy Janela came in defense of WWE, which threw everything off. I was like, what is 2022 doing right now that Janela is back in the Fed? Well, Joey's weird anyway. I mean, and that was the thing because Jamie saw me share J- Janela's tweet because, you know, I don't like Janela. No, you don't. Janela is what? What did I say? Janela is my okra. Yeah, Janela is one of my okras. You're not a fan of Joey Janela. Not, not, not in the slightest. Which, but by the way, he's it, gonna. I was like, hold on. Which, which speaking of which, Janela is gonna fight uh, Cardona on uh on this Sunday at the World on GCW. Well, you knew, you knew who I'm going for because I've been I've been a broski for I've been a broski since day one. Yo, that, that's Cardona, how, you know what? That's how me and Billy connected. Off of, off of Zach Ryder. Cardona has been in his bag in GCW. He has been that big. He has been that big time guy, like everybody hates, bro. I, I can't. I can't deny this. This comment. I can't deny it. He is, and you know Jan- what, Janela. Hey, you can say whatever you want to about Janela, but it's, see, Janela can find a girl. Good friend. Anyway, I found that. I tweet. can't. I can't hit on that. I found that tweet. So it was when we were talking about uh, Tony Khan responds to the criticism made by Vic Swole. And then was it something about GCW? 
No, no, no. You were talking about it was about the street fight. Oh yeah, it was yeah, about yeah, the yeah, street yeah, fight. Yeah. And then I started like because because I started because I shared coughing. the entire video. Yeah, I started coughing. Which is in the it's middle of it. Probably, actually, is the most watched video on our channel so far. Shout out to everybody that set that set that uh, big swole yeah, video. Thank you. Big big shout out to everyone. Big love. Shout out to Big Swole too. Uh, for yeah. Those who don't know. Yeah, we we some Big Swole fans right here. Absolutely. Shout out she, to Swole. She said, uh, "He, <laughs> so you tag Duke loves wrestling in it, and mind you, this is in the wake of Ty Conti and uh, Ty Conti and uh, the and uh, uh, Anna J." Yeah. Having that street fight with the bunny and Penelope Ford, which from what I saw, it's pretty absolutely brutal. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, they they really they really put it all out there. They really did. Like, shout out to them for doing that. And um, so I said the match was good. And he said he tagged me and said, I said. He had a little coffin fit because he had the audacity in all caps <laughs> to say any part of that street fight was good. And then it has the, a gif of Danny DeVito shaking his head, nope, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Then you said, he likes that style. I can't be bad. Just not what I prefer. Then he said, <laughs> he said, I'm calling them the law on him for impersonal. Oh, my bad. No, no, no. I was, I was, I was signaling that to uh, Mitt. Right. He said, "I'm calling the law on him for impersonating a wrestling fan. This dude <laughs> is the feds, bro. Feds in all caps." Hey, Send you know you the north. You know the northerners are very, are very strong willed. Make sure you don't do nothing, anything around him. If you cross the street without being at a crosswalk and look for, without looking both ways, he's going to get you violated. Dude, we've been everywhere together, though. I grew up. I literally grew up with this dude. If you would, if you would steer me the wrong way, that would have happened decades ago. Which even then, most of those times it was without. Call. Like there's been no cause between us to do that. Uh, right. What am I gonna turn? What am I gonna turn on him for? For being a Seahawks fan, really? Really? I mean, possible. But let me get to this real quick because I really want to talk about this, and then I will get to Mitt's question. Um, this is uh, I got this article from uh, Forbes. Shout out to uh, Mr. Kanua. Major League Wrestling has filed a federal court antitrust lawsuit against WWE. For those who do not know, what antitrust is. This is dealing with uh, monopolies. So basically, MLW is saying that WWE is trying to monopolize pro wrestling. More of that in a second. The case captioned MLW Media LLC versus World Wrestling Entertainment Inc. alleges WWE's ongoing attempts to undermine competition and monopolize the professional wrestling market by interfering with MLW's contracts and businesses and business prospects. Per statement released by MLW Public Relations, MLW is represented by Katsowitz Benson Torres LLP. Now, I, I do I, I want so based on that paragraph, I do need to say this because Janella brought it up, Cornette brought it up as well. Cornette said that when he was doing MLW stuff, he was the highest paid person there, just to do color. 
Tell me that's not a problem. That is a major problem. That's a major problem. And I'm pretty sure he understands how much of a problem that is. And then going back to what Janela was saying, I don't know if I still have the tweet, but he was saying that they were cutting people off for trying to work with GCW. And I'm like, if you paid your people better, maybe you wouldn't have to deal with this. But then they go on to the whole thing about they had the little short-term deal with uh, what's the uh, company that does Dark Side? Vice. So yeah. they were showing some of the old uh, older clips of uh, MLW trying to get the crowd familiar. Meanwhile, they were putting on matches that were with AEW superstar, AEW wrestlers like MJF. It's like so people sit here, oh MJF. I'm wondering how he's going to do on MLW. If y'all showed a live clip of MLW, it's like where is this MJF guy? Oh, he's on AEW. But uh, let's see what else here. WWE has wrongfully been wrongfully depriving its competitors of critical opportunities for many years, but its latest conduct has been even more unconscionable. Unconscionable. I said it right. Said MLW president. Uh, Bauer evidently. Court Bauer is a former member of WWE's writing staff. Let's see what people are saying. I, I just said that Jamie too. That he, uh, if they couldn't pay their people well, if they didn't use copyright, <laughs> you're not wrong, Jamie. Davy Boy Smith used the oh no. You know what? The heart uh, foundation, the new heart foundation, is using uh. You remember the song Three Kings? Yeah. Uh, was it Jay Z? Jay Z, Dre, Jay Z, Jay Z, Dre. They were using that. They were using that. ML, matter of fact, MLW's theme song. You know what song that was? What? Bait by Wale. <laughs> Go back and watch some MLW from last year. Is bait, 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 bait. I was. It's the first time I watched. It, I was like, oh, so they're using Wale's music. Uh, it was somebody else that I know is using. Another well-known uh, track, but I can't think of it right now. But oh, but when when uh, Jamie brought that up, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, they're using, they are using uh, copyright music. So he brings up here also the Vaughn Erics are using Ted Nugent's uh, Stranglehold theme instrumental. Hire a producer. You you can. Easily save more money. I mean, WWE's doing it now. How many people do you know are using licensed music from actual artists? That's not uh, whoever their uh, their well, producer Kenny, is now. Well, I guess it's produced by AEW, but Kenny's theme is uh, that's produced by um. Isn't that isn't that Ruckus? That's not Ruckus. No, that's the actual band. Oh, but I mean, most for the most part. I mean, outside yeah, for of the Edge, most part, it's, clear, yeah. clearly Edge, Cena's well, and Jericho's, Jericho's. I mean, yeah, Jericho's Edges is still the same. Um, Biggie, Wale, big, 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 but while but it was still produced by uh, Def Rebel. Okay, they just had Wale rap over it. I they, think they, uh, they, the Taga. Uh, but for the most part, they're using Gorillas of Destiny. That's so WWE is using for the most part they're using uh 
Def Rebel. Before that, they were using CFO and then uh Jim Johnston. Jim Johnson. Way before that. Way back then. But for the most part, most of their talent has been using produced music from a producer like AEW. For the most part, their talent is using produced music from Mikey Ruckus. Eddie's theme is the best. Why why isn't why isn't MLW doing the same thing? Wouldn't that make more sense? That could save you some money. It's like Jamie said, instead of using Wale and Ross, Jay, and Dre, I understand a lot of people because because you hear it all the well, time. GCW, and all, but hmm. GCW also uses uh, they use the plastic music, but dude, are they able to show that on pay per view? Yeah, I, I know, yeah. uh, AJ. Yeah, yeah, AJ I, uses you can hear it. you can hear that. Is now the I thing is, I think they that. get away with it. Think they get away with it That's because like, that might be the case. But because you, you can't hear it because you can't you really hear it. Very well. They're trying to get on TV. Who? Uh, MLW. MLW. Yeah, no. Because they, they were trying to get that deal with Vice, and they also had something work in towards the Tubi, which I can kind of see WWE stepping into that. That's the only thing I can really see WWE really saying, all right, you, you need to chill because Tubi is Fox's streaming service. WWE Fox have a working relationship due to SmackDown, so I can see that. But WWE having something to do with Vi- Vice, I don't see that. And then he was bringing up the fact that uh, WWE's content has been used on Dark Side of the Ring. When you, but when you think about it, for the most part, outside they had uh, their attorney up there for the uh, steroid episode. But other than that, you didn't really see you didn't see WWE clips when they wanted to show something. They had little actors doing sil- silhouette type moves and whatnot. They didn't right. show a lot of c- clips on WWE. And why would WWE be? Why would WWE okay a show showing them in a negative light to the point where has been where has been conversations of is Dark Side of the Ring a WWE hit piece? Why would WWE put their put put their stamp approval on that? This this whole thing doesn't make sense to me. But I think the last thing I really want to hop into wrestling is this uh, question that uh, Mitt asked. Uh, Roxy. Well, I'm going to put this to bed because considering the fact I literally, now this probably won't change anything, but I literally, well, A, she's not the champion anymore, which is stupid. But that that's neither here nor there. Um, I didn't like, now, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. However, I hated, I was not a huge fan of the fact that you are the champ of a company. Now I'm not saying you have to do this, but if you're the champion of a company, I'm wouldn't be tra- now. Granted, your company has just technically gone on hiatus. And technically, you, you aren't contract. You're not a contracted talent right, anymore. Right, but I, I, I initially thought it was a bad look see her getting a tryout as, you know, Ring of Honor Women's Champion. I thought it was a bad look. 
But now it don't matter because she's not Ring of Honor Women's Champion anymore. Diana Perazzo is. Yeah, and the so. thing is, and I know a lot of people are gonna are gonna cringe at the fact of Roxy even thinking about going to WWE. But you gotta remember, and I said it all the time. A lot of people, regardless of what has happened over the last few years in WWE, and just over over time in general, a lot of people still have that want to get there. And like I told you, if I was a pro wrestler, if WWE offered me a contract, I'll be real with you. I'm just going to take the money. And then knowing how they work things now, I'm preparing for that moment. You don't take anything for granted. Take the money, build yourself, and then you get you. Rock, if Roxy signs his contract to WWE, makes it to the main roster for at least a week, she's going to have a bigger following than she had before she stepped stepped foot there. And th- and that's that's the way I look at it. The, regardless of how long you're there. Look at look look at Hit Row. How many people knew about Bree before before Hit Row? I mean, I had constantly said I didn't. I saw her when they were doing uh, the paid fans in the crowd at the PC. I was like, "Who's this girl that almost looks like Bianca?" That was literally all I knew about Bree. A few months in Hit Row and NXT, and a few weeks on the main roster, she has a following. Frank. Top Dollar, AJ, whatever you want to call him, has a bigger following. Swerve had a following coming into WWE, but his following has gotten bigger. So Hootie has a bigger following now. Just about anybody that has walked foot, stepped foot in WWE, I'm going to say it now. CM Punk, uh, John Moxley, Miro. Who else? Who else you want to name? Cross. Cross. Them stepping foot into WWE has built their brand. I, I said, I think I told you this a year, few years ago. Being in WWE is like being a manager on your resume. That's a great analogy, by the way. Because just the fact that you're a former WWE superstar, and I've seen it, I've seen it just going to VCW. Anybody that's come from WWE, they're going to bring names. Matter of fact, you didn't go. I went, and it was so funny how it worked. Uh, Jeff Jarrett. Yes. He had an appearance at VCW. Two days later, he was on Raw. <laughs> and so that's how it works. They got uh Jeff. They got Jay Lethal coming. This one, well, who, who do they have? So they've had two AEW guys the last few last two times, but still, before then they've had still Scott shaky, Steiner. still shaky about that. Yeah, Jay still Lethal shaky. One. I'm not getting a picture right. with him. If anything, I'm gonna get a picture with uh with Laroe. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're, you're right now throwing at the ones. Uh, I'm still shaky if I still want to go to that or not because that's just, that thing about that day. That's the same day FSW Dooms FSW Mecca Doomsday. It's supposed to be that's the fourth, right? Yeah. So yeah, Cross is supposed to make his return that day, and he's fighting uh, his return to the Indies, and he's fighting Jacob Fatu. 
Do you think there's going to be any uh, forbidden door entrances to the Royal Rumble outside of Mickey? Which we'll, I mean, we'll, we're going to get more in depth to the Royal Rumble I would next week because that'd be the here's my leader. thing. I'm I'm not surprised, but I you wouldn't have this. It's great for Impact. I just want people to know this. By the way, I know I said this before. Impact J- Mickey James being on being in the Royal Rumble as Knockouts Champion shows you how alive Impact is. So again, the Impact is thank you takes. Because I'm so sick of it. Like, I saw somebody say, uh, I forget who they were talking about. I think it was, uh, no, it was Ali. They were saying, I don't see why people were saying, people were saying Ali should go to Impact, must really hate him. No, Ali in Impact, honestly? He would be a killer in the exit. That is like the best place I can think of. Of for him, I think Ali is probably best fit for Impact because the way because the Impact, way the way he builds his character that and the way it's shot, and also the way Impact is shot when they do backstage stuff or promos in right. general, it right. is shot like like for example with Steve Macklin or a formerly known as Steve Cutler before he debuted, he was shooting all those promos and stuff. You know what I mean? You know, right. you remember? Yeah, and uh-huh. he looked. Like a this 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 character that I I was thoroughly intrigued by. By the way, he's gonna fight Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor World Championship this Thursday. Should be really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now he he just Steve Mac and here's the thing he just had a match. Steve Macklin just had a match for against uh it's when he debuted. You know the first person he debuted against Petey Williams. He immediately started. You know. Fighting people at the top of that X division, you bring in Ali. What's Ali gonna do? Bring in, bring in more people to the X division. No, that's future X division champion right there. If not, future world champion. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just sick and tired of all. Like the, he would all, nail all the anti impact stuff. Like impact ain't been out here doing his thing, and impact's been in their like, lane. Like Impact hasn't like Impact hasn't even been making history on the low. We they've, did, Impact, been, they've been in their they lane. Just had, they just had their first the first knockouts ultimate X match, which Tasha Steels won. Shout out to our yeah, melanated shout out women. To Tasha Steels. Shout out to our melanated women making history. First ultimate X match for the knockouts, and a and a woman of color wins it. Shout out to her. And and they, and they do also, it to the point where it's just second nature. Also, also shout out to Jordan Grace for saying gravity. <laughs> so she posted a clip of herself falling off, and she said gravity one me zero. <laughs> so that was good. But yeah, for real, shout out, lady for us. You know, people are coming to Impact. Masa Slamovich is in Impact. Like I said, Lady Frost is in Impact. Oh, like Cal stop playing, huh? Cal just had a baby. Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, all right. No, but yeah, like for real, like stop playing with Impact. Like stop playing oh, yeah, with Impact. Definitely. Like they like put some respect. Good. Put some respect on the name. Like for real. I respect. I, I respect. I I may not watch Impact on a regular, but if I see something that I really like, I'm I'm gonna click on it. And like shout Moose, out to Moose. Like Moose isn't. Moose it, has grown on me over the last year. Oh my gosh. Moose, this Moose being world champion is 
honestly as good, if not better, than Hangman being the road to world being world champion. Boy, yeah, I said it. You know why? Because you know where it started a year ago. A year ago, you know who he the fought. The moment I grew on. The moment. The he, moment. He, the moment Moose, he went against EC3. EC3. The moment Moose went against EC3. From right there, EC3 told him control your enjoy control your narrative, and from there, it's been a slowly slow incline to get to this exact moment. Also, I'm Russell a- House was amazing. Like you can't, t- I don't, I didn't watch a lot of Russell House, but Russell House did produce one of the most intriguing. Russell House or Russell House? Re- Russell House. <laughs> Russell House produced one of the most intriguing storylines in wrestling. <laughs> Now, granted, now, to be fair, nobody died, but somebody did get shot. All right, but I, I kind of use that Russell House to kind of shift this into the next topic. Yeah. Uh, how's it, how's your chair sit? How's your, how's your uh, seat feeling? Uh, right now, pretty, pretty mellow. Pretty All right, hard. so I'm going to make you mad for 10 seconds, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it alone, okay? I'm gonna make you mad not? for a little bit. No, I'm, I'm gonna make you mad, and then we're gonna talk. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the good. Can you not make me mad for ten minutes, ten seconds? I, I hope it's not gonna make you mad, but this is just something that I found interesting. Okay. Okay. Go. Hold on, hold on. Let me take Mitt's comment off real quick. But these are the playoff wins in the last twenty-five years. Some surprising names appear. Jake DeLome and Trent Dilfer have five. Mark Sanchez has four. Yes, Mr. Butt Fumble. Brad Johnson has four. I felt like Colin had more than four, though. Cap has four. Wait, then again, now you think about it. 2000. Yeah, it's, it's, that's about right. And then the Cowboys with three. Now, to be fair, the Bengals have one. The Lions have zero. So you guys are actually, I, I want to say you guys are probably in the top 25%, in the top 25%. Now, here's my thing. And I'm, I'm going to steal stuff from my aunt here because I felt like the Cowboys had a good chance to win this game. But Breon also made this point too. You can't start off the way you start and expect to always pull it, pull something, pull a rabbit out the head. So my aunt was saying you can't get D's and F's, and then at the end of the at the end of the at the end of the market period, try to push push out an A. And this is something that the Seahawks. This is something that we have to worry about too, because I I see we do this worse than y'all. We'll we'll play like straight dog water, and then Russell Wilson wants to come out there and try to be clutch for us all the time, which he fell on his face the entire season this year. Now I will say this: the Cowboys, I don't think they really need to do much changing outside of maybe the O line. I think a lot of the thing is they just need to develop more because you think think about it: your defense is still. Youngish. Let's see. Is there anybody that? Because I think next year, uh, Vander Esch is going to be in a contract year. Yeah. So if anything, both he safeties. Probably... 
both safeties, both curses. Javon curse. He's on a contract year. Gallup so, is on a contract year. I, I, wait, I thought Gallup. No, Gallup's contract year is this year, right? Or is it next year? This year. No, it's uh the running back that's uh free agent now. Pollard. I think Pollard's a free agent now. Which let's be real. If it's one thing I can I can credit Dallas with, and you you can agree, it's fine. It's fine a running back. What name a year that y'all struggled at running back? Well, Troy Hamburg wasn't that great. What year are we talking about? That was like two thousand. Well, I remember using him in Madden two thousand four. So like two thousand three, two thousand four. My point. So my point. So you're talking. We did have who we had Marion. Well, Marion Barber. Marion Barber, Felix Jones, uh, Julius uh, Jones. We had Eddie. We had Eddie George for a Eddie minute, George too. for a minute. Uh, uh, Dem- funny thing is, Dem- I got his. What was the guy that showed you my dad? My Demar- dad had Demarco, uh, Murray. Demarco, Demarco Murray. Murray. I can't find it. My dad had a Demarco Murray trading card. It's in my room somewhere. But uh, Demarco Murray, Zeke, which yeah, he's still Zeke. I mean, he's not as Zeke as Zeke has been, but he's still gonna produce. Darren McFadden, thanks a lot, man. Uh, so Dallas is not going. Dallas isn't going to be struggling for a running back. Let's be real. We need a line. There's gonna be the the O line is going to need some youth. We need. To call Nick Saban, tell him, Jerry Josie, to tell him we will buy, we will pay your entire. Just give us every senior on your offensive line, and we'll give you however much it costs to do that. That that the O line is really the biggest issue when you think about it. Because I want that big seven three. Who plays left tackle for Alabama? I know you saw that dude. No, it's a doggone near four hundred pounder that's supposed to be getting drafted this year. No, I know Jordan Davis. No, he's it's not him. You talking it's about somebody that's lineman? almost four hundred pounds? Is he offensive lineman or defensive lineman? D Ola. Oh, it might be that boy from Alabama. That dude from Alabama who was standing. Yo, chill was, out, Jamie. Because that dude. Because I know Jordan Davis is pretty big himself. Right. Now, we had something like that. In Which, I mean, let's be real. I That's another thing I trust y'all with. I trust y'all to find running backs and to find O-linemen. Also, the thing about last draft that I actually have faith in for Jerry Jones, he, he drafted in the rough. that and he drafted everything we needed. Right. We need a linebacker. We got a linebacker. We needed a couple defensive linemen, defensive linemen. And they all produced. Like OC, uh, OC, o, o, I'm going to try this. OC Odigizua. I think I messed that up. But you know what I mean? He He's a rookie on defensive linemen. And he produced. Right. I mean, but you got to think about it. Michael Parsons. I've been doing this. People got to remember Dak Prescott's a fourth round draft pick. Exactly. Like people, you know, no. Here, here's the part that got me. Do you remember the reaction when y'all drafted Vanderush? 
Wasn't it like we thought it was the second coming of Jesus? No, y'all hated it. Oh, yeah, we did hate it, too. Y'all hated the pick. My dad was not happy. Because we wanted, I think because we, we wanted a quarterback. I think, was that the year that, uh, was that Johnny year? Was that, that who year? That may, that may, was that the Manziel year? It may have been. It may have been because we wanted, because uh, he was still on the board when we got him. It was a quarterback on the board. It may have been Manziel. It may not have been Manziel, but clearly. But I know he made. I know there was a. We needed a quarterback, and Manziel was still on the board. And we're thinking, yo, we might actually get him. And that was the same. That was the same. He got Dak, right? Yes, we did. And so he, Dak he got he he got the better quarterback, and he got a lineman. He got a lineman. Although to be fair, in to be fair, I feel like if we did get Johnny, we would have turned something. We would have made something out of him. Yeah. Johnny's a lo- Johnny was a lost cost offer. Uh, I know. I know a lot of people are going to bring, blame it on the uh, Cleveland Browns curse. He was a lost. He he was he was just too far out there. But he had those years at AM. You can say he beat Alabama, so I'll, I'll give him that. No, Xavier Woods plays for the uh, Vikings. No, that's Rhodes. That's Xavier Rhodes. No, Xavier Woods plays for the Vikings. Oh well, Xavier I, Rhodes plays for him too. <sighs> Hold on, I'm going to double check, but I, I want to say he plays for the Vikings. By the way, yep, uh, Vikings. Quick, uh, one quick wrestling thing. Uh, shout out to Jonathan Gresham for Terminus, that first episode show, Terminus show. Really good show. Really good. If you like good, straight professional wrestling, that was your it's, show. It's something I, I, that's something I expect out of him. Yeah. Um. Now... Let's talk about this game. Let's talk about the games. We'll start with you. We'll start with y'all. Um, I kind of had this feeling, and they almost ha- it almost happened because we've seen it already. Uh, Mick, close your ears. <laughs> but uh, the coach of the uh, 49ers has a, uh, has a knack for seeing a lead and saying, hmm, it'd be a shame if somebody blew this. Which is Remember, why he was, I he think was I offensive held coordinator on. in in uh, Super Bowl against the uh, Patriots, and then his own Super Bowl as a head coach against the Chiefs. Both times he had a sizable lead in the fourth quarter, and they blew it. It was was it a twenty one point lead? It, it was a three score lead going yeah. into the fourth. Twenty five. No, it, it wasn't twenty five oh, this time. Against, it, it was, us? against us, against us. Yeah, yeah. It was fifteen. It was fifteen. Hold on, let me double check because it was it was, it was, it was fifteen because it was, was twenty three it was twenty three seven going okay. into the fourth. Hold on, I think you're right, but I I thought they had a twenty something point lead on y'all. No, they did at one point, but it was that's my point. Yeah, they did, but it was twenty three seven. No, it, no, it was okay. It was twenty three seven going into the fourth quarter, but they had they had a it it was a three possession lead. So this is nothing new, and I was like, it, it, y'all kept saying this is over, this is over. I was like, hold on now. Wait, who who kept saying this is over? But the, the way the way y'all were talking, y'all it made me think that y'all were kind of giving up on the game. Well, because I was like, hold I, on now. I was out. I was out. I was out making money. I was. I was. I will watch every Cowboys game from beginning to end, except certain games when I feel like we just. Like those Eagles, the Eagles and Washington game where we just blew them out. I didn't watch that. The rest of that, but uh, this, 
I kept thinking I put it in the hands of Dak Prescott, meaning if anybody's going to get us out of this, you know, or find a way by the grace of of Almighty God, if anybody's going to get us out of this, it's going to be Dak Prescott. And the thing about Dak Prescott when it comes to these situations is I'm usually right. You know? And the thing is, like, I still don't completely understand what he was going for because it looked like it was a design – it looked like it was a design draw. According to – according to – because I I watched the video post-game of Mike McCarthy talking about that. He said – the reason why they ran it, he, first of all, he he held, he stood his ground, which I commend him for, him and Dak. Like, they, they stood their ground with it. They were not going to sit here and point fingers. They would say, no, this is what we did, and we stuck by it. Because he was saying that they were running after, we ran, like, what, three straight plays to the sidelines. You know what I mean? Passes. We ran that Statue of Liberty. We ran all that. All that to the to the sidelines, you know, and making the headway. He said that they were playing sideline deep after that play. They were lined up playing sideline defense. You know, you know what I mean. So yeah. naturally, if somebody's running towards playing the sidelines, what does that do? Leaves the middle of the field open. Now I'm thinking, well, if he's going to run, you want to get closer than that. Now, granted, they're going to close on you, but you want to at least try and get. A little bit closer, like at least maybe to like the twenty, give or take. You know, something that'll make it easier for you to punch it in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Versus, I'm pretty sure they were gonna go for Hail Mary. Yeah, but I'm saying, but that, but I'm saying, like at least you want to like so you can run like a design play versus like a goal line play versus a Hail Mary kind of situation. You know what I mean? That's why I want them to get closer. But whatever. But he said, yeah, they were playing sideline defense, so we called that to get us more yards we need it that's whatever what got me and what i'm still low-key upset about and i have had to watch it from many different angles is why the referee and it didn't have this isn't the only time this happened in the game the referee and i'm not even blaming the official i'm just wondering why i'm not blaming him i'm wondering why why, if the official has to be in his spot to, to spot the ball or whatever. Hold, hold, that, hold that question there. If the official has to spot the ball or whatever, you know, and touch it or whatever, why was he, everybody else is set. Why are you way back here? Mans was like 20 yards behind the whole, the play was done. The next play is about to start. Mans is 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage, running up there, and everybody else is ready but him. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, the refs have found a way in just about every game this year to find a way to implement themselves. Like, I don't think we we talked about it and the the refs that uh, were a part of the – Raiders Bengals game. Ra- Raiders Bengals game are no like, longer. They, they said they're, they're no the longer. They're not. Co- uh, they're not refereeing any more games. You know. Now this. What made this worse is that last seconds. That and 
the quickness of which those boys left that field. Because it makes they, you, they now, ran not, out of there like a Muhammad Hassan I'm, in 2003. I'm not saying I'm not saying they messed up, but when you how many times have you oh. seen somebody do something and then they take off right afterwards? What does that imply? It implies that that person probably messed up, doesn't it? He probably did. That's that's how it looks. You know, but like I said, I'm not blaming the fish. If anything, I'm blaming I'm blaming us. I we think the biggest, my biggest issue in all of that, though, wasn't even the officiating. It was the reaction. And the crowd reacted in the way they did, which was unacceptable. The crowd, re- the crowd reacted. The crowd reacted like a tired fan. It was, a, we were, we were tired. The Cowboys are a tired, as a, we are a tired fan base. We are tired. We are bothered. We are bothered and tired of being who we are. Seriously, we, we do this. You'll hear every Cowboys fan within the sound of my voice say it. We do this every time. I've seen, I can't tell you how many pictures I've seen of like a triangle that's like a, a loop of what we do every season we're this good. And we're tired of that. And yeah. this, okay. what happened here, I'm not saying, I'm not excusing it, but what happened here is the results of that. Because before, it doesn't, it didn't bother us as much before. Before. I'm surprised this didn't happen in before, the, well, the division game. What uh, the desert rule? Well, before, well, a we weren't in, we weren't in Dallas. We ah, in Dallas. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It was if we were in Dallas. If we were in Dallas, it would happen. It would happen. If if that happened in Dallas, I think I, I think this would have been worse. That would have yes, been worse. It would have been way worse. Those, yeah, there would have been violence. Yeah, I can see that. You know. But Not this, condoning it, but but just no, but acknowledging the. the is, what I think been. right now, right now, and now is the time as any. We as cowboy fans, well, I say we. What am I doing? Speaking French. <laughs> well, no, actually, <laughs> actually, no. I was right when we said we because you said you were going to be a Cowboys fan this season. So this does involve you. Well, I'm done. No, it still involves you. No, it doesn't involve me anymore. Cowboys is by done. Proxy. You're involved by proxy. You're involved by proxy. So I'm going to I, 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 I'm going back to my I'm old always. <laughs> as as a Cowboys fan, and Cowboy fans, we need to really examine ourselves over this. Because this look, I'm tired too. I hated this. I I've never been so confused. I've never been so confused. And angry in my life. I'm confused because I'm like, where do we, where do we go from here? I'm angry because like we do this so often. This happens too many times. Now the thing about the thing that's different about this one and the one before, the ones before, is 2016, Dax rookie year. Dak's rookie year, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers was just yeah. going to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. 
Then the LA year when we lost to LA, our defense was we weren't there. Yeah, CJ Anderson was just running over everybody in that game. We weren't. He, he was just unstoppable. You know him and not him, just him, him and Todd Gurley. And we yeah, had, Todd Gurley really played a lot because you remember that that was like the first game where it really started saying, "Hey, something's wrong here." Yeah, but I'm saying there and then. But C, you know, CJ had a career game that day. I remember that exactly. And then because that was right that, after y'all beat us, right? Yeah, before that, you know, defenses. You know, before it was lack of defense. That's what messes up in that game with Aaron Rodgers. We had no defense. None. We couldn't stop him. We couldn't get pressure on him because he was just running all over the place. And we had no pressure. Think about this game is because we had all the tools. We had Dak. We had Zeke. We had all these weapons and couldn't utilize them. And this is why I say I think y'all have a better shot next year because, again, you have the defense now that is yes fairly young, and then you have what Michael Parsons has another year under his belt. We'll have another year under his belt. I I think the real thing I really am waiting to see how it goes is if if this can produce the same way he did this year. Yes, another thing that's is, gonna be the big question. Another thing is. We shouldn't. Mike McCarthy is not. We we shouldn't fire Mike McCarthy. Yeah, it's too soon for that. He's only been here two years, and one year doesn't really count. He was fun, he was playing with he was coaching without Dak Prescott. He was co- he was coaching the Bad News Bears playing football. Yes, the first year he was coaching. And he, oh, he, I, I mean, he, he, he tried his best. Year. He tried he his best. Year. And this year, I know he he turned us. Nobody wants to put this in perspective. Somebody said he's 18 to 60 and said, no. Do you know what we were before that? We were 6 and 10. We went from 6 and 10 to 12 and 5 NFC East champs in a year, in a span of a year. You think about it. What was our record this year? 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Wait, Where yeah, else, 12 and 5. Dak Prescott won, what, three of his four? What were y'all, like, three and one before Dak got injured? Because yeah. y'all, y'all lost against the Rams. Then y'all came back against the uh no, y'all were like two and two. You're talking about y'all lost to the Rams and the Browns. And then y'all La- you talking the, about last year? Yeah. Y'all yeah. lost to the Rams and Browns, but then y'all yeah. beat the Falcons and they count the I guess they count the start against the Giants. Yeah. But if you think about it, y'all could have won at least six of those games that Y'all didn't win last year if that was playing. Yes. Y'all could have easily beat the Steelers. Y'all could have been the team instead of the football team to knock the Steelers off if that was playing. Because it was that close. You just needed the competent quarterback. Which, can we not act like – so I, I, my has to my hashtag, y'all stay on the Dax mentions. Y'all, let's not act like that. We need to stop acting like this is new. Like Dak is just got here. Like he hasn't been with us the last six years. Let's be real. The thing, and this like is he, the thing when it comes to being a, a big name, no matter who you are, you're always going to have people waiting for you to, to fall. 
Right. And what Dak did was it, what Dak did wasn't right. I mean, but but he held himself accountable. Yes, I was saying maybe I, I should maybe that. I should say stay out of his mentions. Maybe I should say. Let's stop acting like this dude wasn't isn't the answer to our problems. Dak is. And That's what I'm saying. saying it on. Yeah. I'm happy you got paid he's, because Dak he's is exactly, going to be the long-term solution. He's exactly what we need. Because who do we have before this? Tony Romo. And the big thing, and I've said this, what is the big thing about Romo that he's, Dak he's doesn't do that I'm, that I'm very grateful for? Sorry, he doesn't turn the ball over. He does not turn the ball over, especially not in clutch situations. Well, certain times, but like he does not turn the ball over. He's not heaving it up because he's got a, you know, he's very smart with the football. Also, he doesn't fold to take sacks. He doesn't just go down. Like they just bring him down. You know what I mean? Oh, no, because he, he's mobile. That's what I'm saying. So, all right, let's move on to some other games. Uh, I don't want to talk about this one. The Chiefs just got just destroyed the Steelers, uh, in what seems to be Ben's last game. Uh, I don't think he should go out. Of some, I don't think Ben Roethlisberger should go out as like some hero or martyr considering his reputation. But I mean, who am I to stop? Who am I to stop that? Shout out to the Bengals, they finally won their first yes. game just before we were babies. Shout out to Joe. They called him Joe. Want- they called that man Joe Cool. No, they called that man Joe Burr. I it. Joe Burr. Joe Shiesty. Don't don't ever do that again, please. What Joe Burr? <laughs> These kids got my head messed up, though. Don't blame. Yeah. So there was there was quite a few blowouts. The Bills blew out the Patriots, so that took away my Super Bowl. What was your What was your Super Bowl? I wanted the Patriots and the, and the Buccaneers. You were oh, you're one of those weirdos. I like storylines, sir. Leave me alone. That's not a storyline. Nobody wants to that see Tom Brady. That is the perfect storyline. No, it's not. Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. Who's the better man? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> the media cares. Who? No, they don't. Okay, yeah, they no. do. You know good and well. If we were to have a Patriots Buccaneers Super Bowl, they'd be talking about that. You would have had to hear about LeBron James. I would. I think I would spitefully watch the NBA more to try and boost their ratings. Speaking of that, over the Super Bowl, evidently that's not the case on Christmas Day because Christmas Day the NFL destroyed the NBA. Oh well, you played football on Christmas. What do you think? What did you think was going to happen? No, 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 no. The NBA didn't even stand a chance on their day. Can we can we go back to um to Dak Pre- to the Cowboys for a little bit? Mike McCarthy has uh, Mike McCarthy is did a press conference today. He said Mike McCarthy disagrees with those who say Dak Prescott should have handed the ball to the official. Which my thing is, you can't hand the ball to the official when the official's twenty yards behind you, right? Just say it. Like he also says that uh, he's had positive conversations with Jerry Jones in the last few days. He has no concerns about his job security. He says uh, our number one focus going forward is the penalties. There were far too many. He says we're disappointed. We want to build on what we accomplished, but no doubt we did not reach our goal. 
So first thing I've noticed about this is that he is not in this cloud of delusion like we accomplished something this year. We accomplished nothing. We really didn't. Um, Zeke, he says Zeke, he said Zeke played with a torn PCL since the Carolina game in, in week four. He expects him to be completely healthy, ready to go at the start of next season. He says on his speculation about job security, he says it's part of the job, but I don't know, put a lot into this because I know what I put into this. I know how to win. I know how to win playoff games. I know how to win a championship, which I can't deny because he does he have a, a ring. He has a ring to prove it. You know, that's not saying because I know some people hear that. I was like, well, you didn't win one this year. He's like, yeah, but he still has one. Where do you think he came from? He came from Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. He knows how to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. He knows. And I know he knows. And I know he knows. Really? Nothing? Deep down, she knows. She knows. Well, all right. Boo, boo, do, boo, boo, do, boo. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, I'm about to, I'm about to jam that jump tomorrow to work. But, uh, your kids are going to look at you confused. I don't care. Yes. 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 Daniel Bryan is over here. But, uh, let's look at the next week. Let's look at the, uh, divisional round. Let's see what we got. Uh, everything's on Saturday and Sunday this week. Uh, Bengals Titans. I really and want the Bengals to win. Just to uh, mm, get, you gotta you gotta remember, a man is coming out there with uh with the with the denim jacket and the and the leather. No, is the is the denim vest and the leather jacket. He's returning. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. The that, king. That fit. Thinking about if that. He that was, if he shows up with that fit, with the, I'm popping like crazy. I don't care. The, denim, the denim vest over the leather jacket. I ain't gonna lie. And the that was a, that was a good jacket. I can't even lie. Yeah, it was. Like, I'm not a huge fan of that character, but that return was pretty great. Oh yeah. But uh, that was a really great return. Oh, it's a pay-per-view uh, Saturday as well. Yeah, the, well, no, that's Sunday. The world on GCW is Sunday. Oh, uh, someone, uh, UFC. Oh, oh yeah, Francis Ngannou. I think I'm going to watch that. Free your mind. If I can get out the house, I might just go to uh, uh, B-Dubs. Yeah, no, I'm I probably going to see I can't, I can't go to B-Dubs. I, I'm on keto. Uh, Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Well, I'm going Titans. I, I would like to see the Bengals win, but I, 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 I'm going. That's the Titans. Probably going to win that. Uh, Niners, Packers. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the last time the Packers have beat the Niners in the playoffs. So I'm going the Niners here again. Yeah, I mean, might as well go for the team that beat you. Because if you go for the team that beat you, that says a lot about them. So, which is dope. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Niners there. Uh, Rams Bucks. This is gonna be interesting. Ram, I need the Rams to beat the Bucks because 
I think it's gonna be Rams uh, Niners in the uh, NFC Championship. The NFC, the NFC will be represented. If by they the can NFC put one. pressure on that dude, like it, you know, I think Aaron Donald yes. really needs to make his case for yes. when Aaron Donald really needs to make his case for a defensive player of the year right here. If he can, when he I can. Think I, to be honest with you, I think it's going to TJ. Yeah. That, uh, Michael Parsons is getting rookie of the year, though. Oh, no, no doubt. That that, that was – I mean, Michael rookie Parsons of the year get, is – If Michael Parsons doesn't get rookie of the year, what are we doing? He's getting defense rookie of the year and uh, offense rookie of the year is clearly the one to Jamar Chase. Yeah. That, that, there's, there, there is no debate whatsoever on those two. Defensive player of the year, you can debate. MVP, you can debate. Who do you think is, who do you think is getting MVP this year? I'm, I'm gonna say this: If the Colts may have made the playoffs, I would have Jonathan said, Taylor. I, I would have said Jonathan Taylor. But I honestly, they didn't I honestly make don't it. know. I don't they know. They didn't make it. I think they go go Tom Brady. <sighs> I know you hate it, but they would with Aaron Rodgers if not for him lying. So go Tom Brady. Get me This is a media media vote. So that's why that's why I'm going Brady, yeah. and then my defensive player of the year. I'm like I said, I'm going TJ. Comeback player is Dak. Yeah. Who's the other, the other person for that comeback Come player back? of the year? I don't know. Dak. Every year it seems like there's like one name that you just automatically go get it. Like last year it was a. Uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Easily. It's easily Dak. Easily. Now, I think if Rashad Penny had played like he had been playing the last few weeks all season, I think he could have I think he could have gave Dak a run. Oh wow. Oh, they start with Mox. Uh let's continue here. Because I got one more thing I want to talk about after we finish this last uh, game. Bills Chiefs. A rematch of last year's championship, actually. Um, I got Chiefs. Hmm. Bills or Chiefs? I really want the Bills to uh, to succeed. Me too. But, but I do want Patrick... Patrick Mahomes to get redemption from last year. Yeah. I'm going Chiefs. All right, so I want you to listen to this real quick. He looks so much healthier. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Now, I want you to listen to this real quick, and I'm going to give you my takes on this. Easy. Public service announcement. Excuse me. If y'all didn't know, this is the MSC, and frankly, they're just too many white people in here and this is a space for people of color so just be really cognizant of the space that you're taking up because it does make some of us POCs uncomfortable when we see too many white people in here it's only been open for four days and frankly there's the whole university for a lot of y'all to be at and there's very few spaces for us so keep that in mind thank you now maybe it's just me being the type of person that I'm going to just occupy whatever space I want to occupy. If you don't like it, you just deal with it. But why 
are we at this point now where too many are we gatekeeping people... are we gatekeeping oh, space right why are we gatekeeping spaces and i know the whole new thing is safe space and blah 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 but like i i, I think i've said it before i am my safe space if i can't be safe my safe space is me I'm gonna be me around whoever I want to be. If you don't like no, it, tough he up. looks so much healthier. Like oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm like this. This dude looks so much healthier. I'm, I'm like, I'm like really happy for him. He, didn't, like he, he looks oh, leaner. He, he, he looks like yeah. He looks he like, looks he, lost like some he came weight. when he came back. He looks like what he looked like when he returned to WWE after uh, his major uh, injury. But that's my thing. We're we're really he just dropped the f bomb. Did they bleep it? No. <laughs> Oops. Uh, but it reminds me because this was something that happened. Um, there was a white woman that was in some sorority. I can't remember what sorority it was. Sigma but they came. It was. It was just, okay. It was that she wrote, and they attacked her for it. And it was like white people shouldn't be at HBCUs. HBCUs should be a safe space for black people, and blah blah blah. Yeah. And I'm like. We're I really seen the TikTok. I seen the TikTok. She was a member of I forgot what university, but she was a member of Sigma Gamma Rho, and she fit right in too. It was a down south university too. I, I it didn't had to much. be. And I'm like, dude, and maybe it's because I've been around enough white people. I I have no problem being around white people. Matter of fact, throw me bunch throw me around a bunch of white people, and I'll still be the same person I'm right now. I got to a point where if I feel like talking the way I want to talk, I'ma just talk like this. Like sometimes I'll be around, around I'll be like, hey yo, what's going on with this? And I don't care. I feel like if I can't be myself around you, I just don't need to be around you, period. Black, white, purple, blue, orange, yellow, and no matter what color rainbow you are, Roy G Biff, I don't care. If I can't be myself around you, I'm not going to be around you at all. So I just don't understand this idea of trying to create these safe spaces for black people because I would ask, are they going to physically hurt you or hurt your feelings? Because at this point, a lot of the stuff that you're seeing is, is mental. And I and I and I hate this phrase because you hear it all the time. We're we aren't our ancestors. Your dog gonna skip you, not your ancestors, because your ancestor has a lot more mental fortitude than you did. Your ancestors were called hard ER and had to walk through it like like one or nothing. You see a bunch of white people, and you're just you, you you feel uncomfortable. I mean, I honestly, me personally, me personally. After, well, considering the fact that that's what most of my job is, like being around a bunch of white people, and they're like, fuck it, they country white people, you know what I mean? I, and I, I, most, I, I, most you of them walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Well, I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where I'm at. I You're going to get the real end of it. It's one of those things where it's like because this world is the world. Put that on a t-shirt. 
you know, put that on a t-shirt. What do you say? Mox said, I don't run from demons. I just beat the shit out of them. Yeah. That's what's up. But uh I, I, I don't understand this mindset. And then I was listening to some I was listening to uh shout out to uh Savvy. She was like, the only the only safe space you are entitled to is your bedroom. I would I would hope I'd be safe in my bedroom from people. But this this idea of having safe spaces and trying to gatekeep air gatekeep spots from white people because white people make you feel so uncomfortable is weak to me. Yeah, yes, we, uh, we yes, we understand there are way, racist white people out there. Yes. I'm not going to sit here and say that white people aren't all white people aren't racist. I mean, all white people aren't racist, but there are racist white people. I can say the same thing about black people. Do I do do I I I've been known to ride through the hood. Do I I mean, I I walk through and whatever. I mean, I know I know there are people out here that are killing folk for just for the fun of it, but. I don't know. Maybe it's just me and the way I think now that I can't. I can't get with this idea of trying to gatekeep and lock away spots. And then she had there. It was a multicultural center. What are white people? That's so weird. <laughs> That's my point. So. It's multicultural for everybody except white people. It's basically what you're trying to tell me. Uh, if that don't sound like Jim Crow, I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. And that don't sound like segregation. So we're just taking steps back two days after Martin Luther King Day. Which I'm never going to get started on that situation because that re- it made me hot. Then I thought about it. That was like okay, I see. But then again, it's not right. But then again, you're not wrong. You're not inaccurate. But that's that's neither here or there. But yeah, man, um, stop gatekeeping spaces. If you can't be comfortable around people because they don't look like you, maybe you need to reevaluate things. Maybe it's not them as you. Which the thing about that is, is that usually the main problem with that is people who have uh people who have issues with people in their space is that they think that their space that they're not wrong you know what i mean Ooh, he's preaching they they don't take into account like you know like it's it's the sound on tiktok you know am i the drama you know, is it me? You you heard that sound on TikTok? I don't think I have, but it makes it sense. says there's a sound on TikTok that says, Is it me? Am I the drama? It's like I don't think so. I don't think I'm not the drama. It's like that is the mindset of a lot of people with racist tendencies. They don't think they are the drama, but they are. They think they are righteous <laughs> in whatever they feel, which is really weird. It's just really, really weird. Like for real. By the way, I, can I, we, while we're on the topic of people like making things weird, can we stop acting like a like? Can we 
Can we stop throwing a word around the world oppression in this country? That goes to everybody, though. No, that, for, I that, mean, that for literally goes to everybody. No, well, okay, maybe not, maybe, I mean, maybe not oppression. Tyranny. Can we stop throwing around the word tyranny both, in this country? Because we don't. Both. We truly, we in this country, truly do not understand what tyranny is. If you want to talk tyranny, talk, yes. talk, to, talk to the Ingers and the people out in Australia. We have talk to there. talk to talk to talk to the people. Talk to the. Uh, the Muslims being persecuted in China right now. Yeah, the Ingers. Oh, I think, yeah. I think there. I said that right. Yeah, because I, I was just talk I was to... just listening to a, a a podcast, and they were talking about the uh, the warriors uh, owner who said, "Oh, we don't care about the Ingers." I'm like, so we're just gonna not care. All the all these players in NBA are speaking out against oppression and and all these things, but we don't care about the Ingers. Also. Uh, Which I mean, he wasn't wrong. I, I mean, he what he said was wrong, but he wasn't wrong. How he put it, he could have put it better. No, how no, he I mean, put like, it is exactly how he meant it. What I should say, he, he wasn't inaccurate. What he said was morally wrong, but accurate because you see it. They have it. They and they, you, you got to remember that who they a lot of the because you remember uh, what was it before the pandemic hit? They had the big China situation because the uh, I, I forget who it was for the Rockets said something about China, and they took their games off. Orlow is gonna kill this dude one of these days. Oh yeah, did you see how he uh, said <laughs> truth happy birthday? Yeah, and it was like wait, Orlow's birthday is today. <laughs> Ooh, I'll check that out. That's also a Saturday. <laughs> but yeah, just buzzwords all in itself are just ridiculous how they just throw them around. Oh, I'm oppressed. Let's be real. When you compare the oppression of the early 1900s, <clears throat> the slavery era, the Jim Crow era, we've come a long way. Yes, we have a we have a ways to go. I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, we've arrived. No. We've come a long way from what Martin Luther King was, had, had to fight for, from what, <laughs> what uh, Nat Turner had to fight for, and all these other oh, people. Nat Turner fought and died for. Fought and got killed for. Literally. What Martin Luther King got it. killed for, what Malcolm X got killed for. Hey, by the way, here first of all, Malcolm X didn't get killed. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I was saying, I do. Hey, put, hey, hey! If you if we want to if we want to put Koofies on, we have to wait until February. Fine, fine, <laughs> fine. I might find me a Koofy. I don't know. I gotta find me. I, I think I have a Koofy somewhere. But do you have the glasses too? A, I do not. Ah. Oh. But we've come a long way from that time period, and we have we have to apply things as if we have come a long way, and then knowing where we have to go from there. We can't just keep on living in this. Oh, the white man's keeping me down. Is he really, or you just don't want to do what you need to do? Because I was looking at because we talked about it with the uh with all because the big the big talk now is voting. I had to come. I had the conversation with my sister because we were talking about the Atlanta thing. Because I, because you remember last year, uh, the MLB took the All Star game out of Atlanta. 
because of the vote, because of the voting stuff in Georgia, and sit and put it in uh, what is it, Utah? He wait the MLB or uh, MLB? Yeah, I think they moved it. Colorado, Denver. They moved yeah. it to Denver, which is funny because Colorado has the same voting laws as Georgia. So you moved it because of the issue to another state that had the same issue. And so I broke out. I, I sat down because she she kind of was like she kind of was siding with everything that they were going against everything. And I we sat down. I was like because the voting ID was one of the biggest issues, right? And so my sister asked, "What you can't afford it?" No, the first question was, "What kind of ID do you need?" So we re- we read all the types of IDs that you need needed. I was like, "Okay, this is this is doable." Let's see about what you can't afford it. Oh, you can get it for free. So you can get it for free. It doesn't have to be a driver's license or a folder ID. It can just be a picture ID. So then we looked at the uh, drink situation. You couldn't hand out drinks. You bring your own drink. And so you said this when we talked about the cabinet situation. You, you remember you said that if you really want something, you're going to do it? Yeah. So if you really want to do something, you're going to find you're going to make a way to do it. So if this voter, if this quote unquote voter suppression laws stops people from voting, what does it tell you? People really don't want to vote. That's my point. So is it that they're stopping you or are you just trying to find an excuse not to do it? Because as a Christian, I know that I have the power to gain wealth. Gain wealth. I can do whatever I want to through Christ that strengthens me. Not no government, no nothing can stop me. So if I know that, then I know that no matter what obstacle somebody would throw through me or perceived obstacle, obstacle, because I looked it up and I think it was 35 states required an ID to uh, go vote. Hi, we're one of them. Man, I hate this. I, I, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just saying because I'm just watching like the the quickness of uh, like how great Adam Cole versus Chris Statlander would be. They're, they they they're like perfect. They match size and everything. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm trying to think of how awesome a singles match would be of Chris Statlander. Oh yeah, versus, it probably would be versus Adam Cole. That would bang. It would totally bang. But you know they're not going to do that. Oh wait, he's kicking her. Stop kicking her. Stop it, Cassidy. You're. Her- oh come on, I'm done. But uh, but yeah. Just, just, just something to think about. I, I, I don't want to really get too deep into like size and everything like that. But if I see something that I can kind of give my two two cents on, and that's kind of the way I've been kind of moving into with my TikTok as well. If I see something and it may be political and I have a take on it, then I'll, I'll probably speak on it. I mean, funny thing is, I uh I was listening to a guy who uh, went to a Trump rally. And he said, look, nobody gave me side eyes or anything. I was like, well, I start to notice that there is not a, I don't think there is a specific side 
I think it's general people who don't like people. And yes, there are racists on both sides, but that's just me. There's a there's hate everywhere, dog. There is. And I think the quicker we understand that, the quicker we can understand that regardless of what side of the political spectrum or what side of whatever belief system you're on, we're more alike than we than we think. We disagree on 85 to 90% of the things we talk about, but we still always find a common ground in everything we talk about, right? Literally everything. That is that is the perfect example of how I feel like people should be in this world. We don't have to agree on everything. I personally like disagreeing with people. If I agree with everything you say, I feel like I don't have much to talk to you about. That's just me. Because I, as you know, I like to discuss things. I, I like to discuss, I like to debate. I don't know too much about this, so I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, I don't I don't really care for Hill, Josh. But anything else from you? If you want, like, if we want to talk about tyranny in this country, tyranny, look at what they're doing in Myanmar. You want tyranny? That's tyranny. We should be blessed. And I don't use that word lightly. Blessed that we don't have the kind of tyranny that's going on in Myanmar right now. They declared martial that? law in that country, and the military has huh, Myanmar. Where, where is it? In Asia. It's like it's like in the Middle East. But they declared martial law. And for like the better part of a while, the government, the government has been, the military has been like really persecuting the citizens for. Now that's the thing. That's the thing I've always noticed. I know, I know we all understand that America has its issues. America has this, America has its issues. It has major problems, major problems, but you, we said it when we when we covered the George Floyd thing. You sat you sat here in tears with an American flag in your head. I vividly remember that that whole thing. You stood there with that flag in your head, regardless of all the issues that we have. I can't imagine myself being anything but American. Just the fact that we can openly sit on this forum, and in any situation that the government does, we can criticize it. And not have to fear for our life. I can't imagine either, but that doesn't mean the fact that yeah, that but the fact that we have the freedom to do that is amazing. Now it's good. It's good. However, that doesn't like just because we have the freedom to to you know display the discontent with it, you know. Now people do go take it far too far, too far. Yes, yes. Which is another thing that people understand that freedom of speech is not a it's, it's, freedom it's, it's a government freedom thing. Freedom of it's speech does not get freedom of consequence. You know I know because you know I know because I can't tell you how many people I've seen on social media in general say something messed up, get caught on camera saying something messed up, and the next thing you know, they out of a job. Which as a conservative you would think that a private business doing what they feel is necessary without government interference would be something that they do because a conservative, right. 
right? is for really weird. minimal to no government interference. Yes. So more power to the private sector. Yep. So you would think that a conservative, because I've found myself leaning towards that side more, the more I study and things like that, because I believe that a government, I believe that the people should have more power to do what they need to feel need to do, and the government steps in only when necessary. Right. All right. So w- w- when I say that, that's what I mean. I, I I'm not a I'm not a red hatter. I personally don't put my faith in any politician. No, because they always let you down. Oh yeah, you, man lets you man lets you down. Yes. Period. I don't care if it's Susie down the block, man and woman, or in between, they always let you down. So I don't put my trust in any human being walking this earth. But that 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 is a great point that you make because yes, you can say what you feel as long as it's not illegal and there's some certain things you can say that are illegal. But you also have to remember that you can't say anything and not expect that a private sector say we don't agree with this does not align with what we say. And we no longer want to associate ourselves with you. Yes. That doesn't go against your free speech. No. No, it doesn't. Would you think it does, if you think you losing your job because you said something crazy, because you got caught saying something crazy, is against his tyranny, you're wrong. First of all, also, if you think cult, like mass mandates are, tyr- are, tyr- are tyrannical, who you have too much privilege? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't like them, but I would never use that word for it. Again, no, I've seen it. People have called it for this whole pandemic. People have been oh, yeah. saying this is borderline. But again, that, that that that's why I say I both like, sides ow. have this issue using these buzzwords, and a lot of times it's to get it's to garner reaction because you can't just say mild things and get the reaction that you want. You got to use these buzzwords to gain the reaction. This is this is how the media works. This is how just anybody that wants a platform. And that's it's probably why I don't intend to get up there with a lot of these big platform people because that's not the that's not the route I want to go. I never been that type. I, I don't want to over exaggerate things. I want to be able to say, okay, let's analyze. That's why that's why I took the time to really analyze the Walter situation. Because everybody's out here throwing their think pieces out here. Oh, WWE's a horror company. Oh, this debt is third. I thought these things, but then I was like, all right, and chill. Go to sleep. Wake up in the morning. Think through things. Look some stuff up. I have also think- thought these things, but you do you know what I, how I remedied that? I cut it out of my life. That too. I cut WWE out of my life. That you know? too. I mean, and, and if that's the if that's the way you need to go. Perfect. See, you're not because you see you see my uh my pin tweet on on Twitter. You don't fit in that category because I already know if WWE does something stupid, I'm not expecting to see you on Twitter 
making your statement or or, no. or even bashing it because it's like okay, water. It, like like I say all the time, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? You were in the forest to hear it, so did it make a sound to you? And at the end of the day, sometimes it's better for you because some people that you wanted to see are now or you can see them more because they're not where you don't watch. Like, for example, that's why I'm probably not going to that VCW show. Why? Because you think I'm going to miss Cross's independent run? Return? No. Oh, he, oh he's wrestling that night too? Yeah, at Doomsday. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still going. Yeah, he's wrestling at Doomsday. I got, I got people to heckle. He's fighting Jake. He's... <laughs> He's fighting Jake. He's fighting uh, Jacob Fatu, which should be good. And then I think Davey, Davey Richards is going to be there. Chris Bay, Brian Cage is supposed to be there too. I'm just going to heckle people. So, so yeah. But yeah, yeah man, that, that that's just that's just what I'm feeling right now. Um, I, I know I know I say a lot of stuff. And I understand that the things I'm going to be saying over the next few months and years is not going to really resonate with. And I may be called more coons and, and sambos and hopefully not Uncle Tom's because people need to understand that Uncle Tom was a hero. If you're trying to if you're trying to talk down on me, at least yeah. don't call me Uncle Tom because then people, I, I people are probably just gonna be, they're probably just going to be sending you pictures with uh of a uh, disappointed faces with uh with uh goofies on. Which I mean. Words, words are words to me. Now I was bullied. It's not, you, you, it's you not, know. but so much you're gonna tell me now at my 28 yes. year old life that I ain't heard already. I've already cried all the tears I'm gonna cry about people talking about me. At this point now, again, was that was that song about Mary Mary? You cried, your, you cried your last tear yesterday. Yes, yesterday, but yesterday was a bunch of yesterdays ago. Again, if a tree falls in the forest, no one's there to hear it. Doesn't make a sound. And to put it in this way, if somebody says something about me and I've never seen my life, does it really matter? Twitter's not a real place. TikTok's not a real place. Like it is a I, funny I, I, place, I always, it's a funny place. I always go it's back to the, uh, to the thing with uh, what's he's name? not really gonna do this. No, no, he's not gonna do it. No. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Uh. Because I always go back to the thing with uh, T. Nathan. I'm like, am I really going to end up seeing T. Nathan in real life? More than likely not. And if he's, if I see him, I ain't gonna, and he's not going to notice who I am. So him being there doesn't really bother me. It's like him calling me a rocket raccoon and trying to embarrass me. It was like, oh, you took an L. I was like, okay. I still know that I was right what I said. And he was just out here saying stuff and not understanding the full story. I I don't mind being the unpopular guy. And that's just, I guess that's just been my life. I've never been the popular guy in school. Wasn't really the popular guy when I got the band. I was just there. I, I mean, people knew me because the fact that I just didn't have a neck. And my name was just all around because no neck. But... Uh. They knew me, but I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, Ant. No, it was just like, oh, this Ant. That and that's cool. 
But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get on out of here. I need to get me some, uh, go get me an ice cream bar. But peace, love, pop stars, always remember, drink water. You sure? We're going to get on out of here. Huh? Yeah, that was uh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't call me a show. I've heard that the first time. <laughs> All right, we're going to have y'all. Peace. Peace.